you're listening to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Silva, first-generation Latina, digital entrepreneur, and an online educator. On this show, you're getting an exclusive backstage pass on how I transformed my food blog, A Sassy Spoon, into a sustainable and profitable multi-six-figure business as a party of one. Tune in each and every week for the sassy vibes, authentic, no BS conversations, and actionable advice on how you too can build the profitable food blog business of your dreams. Let's dive in. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about my process for outsourcing and delegating as a food blogger entrepreneur. In my opinion, to scale a business, to scale a blog business, I mean, you need to multiply yourself in order to avoid burnout and grow and scale in a sustainable way, you need help. There's just so much that we can do and that we get to a point where we've been doing it all for so long that we reach a a breaking point, so to speak. And we're like, okay, I need help. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that you suddenly have to hire a team of 10 full-time employees, but you can outsource different things and delegate different tasks. And so I want to walk you through that process how I do it and how I've been doing it. And honestly, I should have done it way sooner, okay? Because it's been such a game changer since I started doing that. And so that's what I want to chat about with you today. But before we jump into that, I want to remind you to please rate and review the show. That would be so helpful for me. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more listeners we attract. So I'd really appreciate If you went on Apple Podcasts or even on Spotify, you can rate and review the show there. It would be so helpful. Okay, so let's jump right in. When you find yourself doing tasks that are not moving the needle forward, which means they're not generating any revenue, it may be time to outsource. Now, I'm not talking about when you, you're just like a year in to your blog or even two years into your blog. I did not start outsourcing until about like four or five years in. I was doing it all myself. And not to say that it was, you know, a drag or anything like that. I had, you know, systems in place. I still have systems in place. I'm very systems happy if you haven't noticed yet. <laughs> but I got to a point where I'm like, okay, it's time to outsource because I need to stay in my quote unquote zone of genius, which I'm going to walk you through in a second. But when you find yourself at a point where you're already making money and you really shouldn't be creating pins or maybe, I don't know, writing emails or whatever it is that you are doing that is not necessarily bringing in the revenue, even though, I mean, you can kind of argue that with blogging, everything brings in revenue, right? But There are certain tasks, especially like admin tasks, that you shouldn't be doing. There are certain things that you realize as you grow as an entrepreneur that you're like, okay, I am way better at this than this. I'm going to outsource this, right? And that comes with time. That comes with time when you start realizing like, I actually don't want to do this, (laughs) you know, or I do want to do this. I'm very good at this, but I just don't have the time. Or I just don't know how to do this, aka accounting. I'm not an accountant. I'm not going to even try. So that's something you outsource. So before I get ahead of myself, let's talk about the process I used to, to outsource. So in the book, The Big Leap, 
by Gay Hendricks. If you haven't read it, highly recommend. He talks about how we should categorize our lives into four categories. Zone of genius, zone of excellence, zone of competence, and zone of incompetence. And I took it a step further and used those four sections or quadrants, whatever you want to call it, to categorize my business. Because the more you stay in your zone of genius, the more profitable you're going to be, right? Because you're going to spend time doing the things that are actually going to bring in revenue and you're going to outsource everything that's not. This saves you time. It saves you energy, which is, I feel like, more important than time. And it keeps you profitable. So it really is like win-win all around when you approach outsourcing with this concept. This is the concept, again, that is in the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And essentially what he suggests is to think about these categories the following way. So zone of incompetence is what you're not good at doing at all. Okay, so like I mentioned accounting, like... (laughs) That would go into that category for sure. I'm just not an accountant. I'm not good at that. I'm not even going to try. Like maybe QuickBooks is okay. Like kind of doing some light bookkeeping. Like I can categorize certain expenses and stuff like that. I can do that. But I'm not going to sit here and like do taxes because that's just not my thing, right? That's That would be something I would place in this category. The next one is zone of competence. This is what you're good at doing, but you don't want to do. So this for me would absolutely be social media because, yeah, sure, I can do it. I'm I'm, who's not good at posting on Instagram. It's just not that hard, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And so this is this is what would go into that category. Right. This is a zone of competence. Now, zone of excellence is what you're good at doing, but you shouldn't be doing. And I guess for me, for now, I would place food photography in that category Not necessarily because I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm in a season right now in my business where I want to be focused on other areas of the business. And so that's something that I would place in that category. It's something that I would outsource. Okay. And then the last one is zone of genius. So this is what you're good at doing, what makes you happy, what gets you up in the morning, what makes your business unique. Like this is your zone of genius. This is what you bring to the table that you can't outsource, basically. This is your this is your bread and butter, right? This is your this is your vibe. And for me, I would probably say coaching for sure, like writing blog posts. I really do enjoy writing blog posts, even though my VA does help me with that. All the the SEO nerdy things, like I would absolutely place it in this category because this is what I'm good at. It doesn't drain my energy. And I think that is primarily how you should approach these categories. Like, does does this task bring me joy or does it drain my energy? And then that way you'll be able to figure out, okay, how can I like how can I categorize all the many tasks that we do because I feel like we don't even realize all the things that we do. And so I would even recommend you taking like the next couple weeks to just jot down all the many tasks that you do day in, day out, daily, weekly, monthly, and doing this exercise for yourself. That way you can sort of see what it is that you shouldn't be doing or what you're good at doing and then like figuring out what to do with that. So in other words, once you have everything categorized, And you ask yourself the question of, does this give me joy or drain my energy? Then at that point, you figure out, 
Should I eliminate this task? Like, is it not doing anything for anyone? Maybe I don't even need to do this. I'm doing this and it's not really doing anything. Do I automate this? Is there a system that I can put in place? Or is there a way to outsource it? Like, do I hire an accountant? Do I hire a VA? Do I outsource to a food photographer? This is how I would approach this process and how I've done that for my business. I've basically categorized all the tasks that I do. And then each quarter, I kind of give myself a little a little mini audit. See, like, how are my energy levels? Am I still good? Should I recategorize things? Do I have to outsource something else? Do I have to eliminate something? Maybe it gets to a point where you're like, well, this is nothing's happening here, you know? So little by little, you start to figure out like these are things that I should be doing, I shouldn't be doing. These are the tasks that are actually moving the needle forward or these are the ones that are not doing anything. So you kind of start to figure out where to categorize each of these tasks and then what to do with them. Do you outsource? Do you eliminate? Do you automate? And if you can't afford to outsource right now, I would highly recommend to save for it and to even if it's to hire a VA for an hour a week, it's an hour of time you get back, okay? And that is, oh my goodness, that's like such, a, it just saves you energy at least to get something off your plate. Is That's always a good idea. Now, when it comes to actually outsourcing, whether it's to a VA or to a food photographer or an SEO writer or whatever it is, always think about what they're going to need for the task. Because it's very easy to be like, hey, VA, I need you to just do my Pinterest. Okay, bye. But I would feel like they're going to be missing certain steps or certain nuances that you prefer for them to know about your business. It's just easier to give them a, a training session in a way, like some onboarding, because everyone does things differently, right? They're all the same task, so to speak, but everyone has a different approach to how they do their own Pinterest or their own email or whatever the case is. So I'm always thinking of like, how can I make this easier for them, right? So one of the things that I recommend, even in my course, I always say to create SOPs, which stands for Standard Operating Procedures, of all the different tasks that we do in our blog businesses, which let's face it, we do a lot of stuff. So having an SOP for every task, which would list out like all the steps for that task and like what the result should be, if there's any credentials for that platform, like all these things, you can do that in Asana or you can do that in like a Google Doc. But having it all like on paper is so helpful, not only for you to just keep tabs on that, but also for your VA, because if they have to go back and reference something, they can just go back into that doc and like look for the task that they have to do or look for the step or whatever it is. They have many clients. So think about how you can make their job easier, right? Another thing that you can do if you don't want to do SOPs is to create kind of like an inventory of Loom videos showing the step-by-step -step for each task. So again, just making it easier for them to do these tasks for you, right? The last thing you want is for them to come back and tell you, okay, I'm done. And then you figure out that they did it wrong or they didn't do it according to how you wanted it to be done. And so again, Making this as easy as possible for them should be key. You shouldn't just like drop something on them and that's it, okay? Also, I would recommend doing some periodic check-ins just to measure your own ROI, but also to check in with them. Like, hey, do you need anything else from me? Like, how can I support you? How can I help you? You guys are a team. This is not like your intern that's going to grab you coffee like in the movies. Like, 
this is the real life, okay? <laughs> like, this is a person that probably has a lot of other clients that they're juggling. So you want to always check in, like, is everything cool? Do you need help with anything? How's it going? Are, do you, are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you need to take something off your plate? Like, I'm always checking in with my VA just to make sure that she's cool. Is she she's struggling with anything? If I can help her with something. And so just something to keep in mind when you're outsourcing. I do the same thing with my food photographers. I give them a Google Doc with what I'm looking for. Obviously, ingredients and instructions for the recipe, but also like inspo shots and the type of background that I want. And here's a Google Drive folder for you to drop the photos in. Just keeping things easy for them. Like, let's just take the guesswork out of, you know, what they should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Or let's go back and forth on emails to ask a bunch of questions. Like, I just put myself in their shoes. Like, what would I need if I was shooting photos for a client? Little things like that that you think are not important are very important. Thankfully, I've been so blessed to have the photographers that I work with, with my VA. It's been great. We're small but mighty. And I'm so, so happy to have them on board. You never know what other people's zone of geniuses are. So why not outsource the task that you're not good at to someone that is good at that? They're going to get it done quicker and they're going to take that off your plate and you're not going to procrastinate anymore. It really is a win-win for everyone. <laughs> like seriously. So I wouldn't procrastinate on outsourcing anymore. I honestly wish I would have done it sooner because it's just, it's been an, an amazing game changer for real. So just to recap, for the next couple of weeks, I would recommend you... Take this opportunity to look at all of your tasks that you do day in and day out in your business, categorize them in these four categories, and then figure out if you should outsource, eliminate, automate, whatever it is that you have to do, and then make a plan for it, right? Even if you can't afford it right now, maybe start saving for it or maybe start outsourcing little by little and it'll get easier as you grow because you'll realize, wow, I have so much time now to dedicate to content or to dedicate to photography or to whatever your zone of genius is. But that is the key. The key is to stay in your zone of genius and what you're good at doing and what makes you happy, what gets you up in the morning, what makes your business unique. We did not start businesses to dread our everyday lives. Okay. We, we, absolutely have the power to outsource to people that have other zones of geniuses so i hope this was helpful i hope that this was a valuable episode for you thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you on the next one